Welcome to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. Pat's been running a website about Glasgow West End since 1999, so she knows a wee bit about it. In this particular episode, I interview Pat and we try and find out a wee bit about the background to the website, how it started, what was on it then, how it developed, what's on it now, and why we are now doing a podcast. Uh, those who have heard the previous episode will probably be a bit confused because how can this possibly be episode one when there's already been one? Well, the last episode was Pat interviewing Michaela Foster-Marsh and Pat felt it'd be quite good for Michaela if we could put that out before an event Michaela was running, which was uh, all about the Star Child charity. So that's why they're the wrong way around. Anyway, let's get into the interview. I've just asked Pat a bit about the background to the West End website. I got very interested in Glasgow's West End when I went to university, Glasgow University in the late 70s and really liked hanging about and seeing all the wee shops and cafes and just there's such a buzz about the place and they're lovely. The university itself is gorgeous and just so much that was attractive about it. And... Um, then um, I went back to university in the 90s mm-hmm. and to do a degree in urban policy. And part of that was about the changing image of the city, about tourism and what made cities attractive and whatnot. So I got this kind of beam upon it about how tourists come to Glasgow probably came for the shopping and conferences and different things, the theatre, and probably a lot of them never went near the West End. I didn't feel that it was being promoted. Right. That, that, was, that was my impression. Anyway, um, I didn't do anything about it, I just kind of thought about it. Sometimes we say, oh, I might write a book about the West End or something like that, but um, it was on, on my mind, but it wasn't a big deal. However, um, at that time, the um, websites were coming more into play. It was still early days for websites, but um, my husband, won, he worked in web design and in a specialist area. Um, your husband, not Jim Byrne, Jim Byrne, <laughs> this man here. <laughs> the different, that was the previous husband. <laughs> you were okay, able to do that bit again. <laughs> So Jim worked in in web design from quite early early days and but I didn't take much of an interest in it because I just thought it was something very technical that I had no idea what what it was about. So However, he won an award, he won um, quite a prestigious award, the Global Bannerman Challenge, and um, we went off to Sweden to um, 
to the city halls in Stockholm to pick up this award. It was all very impressive. The King of Sweden was there with the Nobel Prize menu and the city halls are absolutely phenomenal. So um, that was all very impressive and very enjoyable. And then when we came home, Jim said, oh, I've put up a website about our trip. So, of course, because I knew, you know, and I was, I was involved in it, I was interested, so I looked at the website and then um, just there and then said, why don't we put up a website about Glasgow's West End? That was in um, 1999. So um, it was launched in, I think it was launched in October 1999, the website. So that was probably, um, you know, a few months earlier. So that was great. I, I was feeling enthusiasm. Jim was full of enthusiasm. We told people... We both actually worked at Glasgow Caledonian University um, and um, Jim put a, um, an email around the university just kind of telling people a bit about it and not asking for people to be involved but just kind of saying, you know, it's a new website. But immediately a lot of people started getting in touch to say, oh, could I do something, could I do something, including... Um, Jess Fitzgerald, that I'd known um, way, way back in, 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 when I was at university in the 70s. And um, she, she did stuff on What's On. Other people got in touch to write blogs. Some of them are still um, writing blogs to this day. Helen Rose's Hill Walking Diary and um, Fiona Alderman, who blogs from... Um, Rural, rural France in the Dordogne. So anyway, it took off. It wasn't a, It wasn't set up as a business. It was just, a, um, you know, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a sort of community, community-based information magazine type thing, and it didn't. It just developed organically. I just kind of did. Things I was interested in. Jim wrote about things he was interested in, like the architecture and art and things like that. And I mainly was interested in local people. So I um, started writing about local characters and um, also events. And then it just, it just, excuse me, basically grew and grew till it's kind of taken over my whole life. So, bring us up to date a wee bit. Uh, is the website still going? Are you working on it full time? Yeah, I work on it full time. I mean, I don't work on it nine to five. I'm usually never up at nine. Um, but I work on it every day, including at weekends. I work on it when I'm on holiday. I, I, some, <laughs> some days I might have a day off. For, but I work as a pretty full-time job. Okay. So, given that this podcast is a whole new new thing, uh, you know, given your experience on the website, what do you think people would be interested in to hear about 
was an audio thing rather than as something. I mean, what, what do you mm -hmm. think from doing your web stuff mm -hmm. that people would be interested in if we had a podcast? Well, in theory, I'm supposed to put out a newsletter. And I do, but I don't do it very regularly because it always seems such a big... Um, I'm so busy doing things. I get invited to loads of things and then I would review events. And um, so I'm so kind of busy keeping the website up to date with what's on, going to things, um, seeing customers, keeping updated about what's happening with the customers that have got shops, what's going on, that... So it's, when I come to write my newsletter, it all seems quite overwhelming because mm -hmm. there's so much to talk about. There are always new things opening. People like to know about that. They like to know about new places. And um, it's not to say that I know everything or that I've been everywhere, but they do like to hear about them. And um, also, some of the things that I update every week, I know that people um, like what's on cinema, I don't kind of write about um, the blockbusters. I put um, things that are films that I think are pretty interesting. A lot of like what's on GFT, which isn't the West End, but an awful lot of people in the West End will go there. And um, in the CCA, you know, really, there's a there's a film coming up. Um, I won't be able to remember the name of it, but William Goldman's in it, and it's part of the Jewish Film Festival in the CCA, and it, I, I'm quite intrigued by it because he, <laughs> one time, um, when I was a theatrical landlady, he, he, he was one of our guests for a while when he was oh, in a yeah. show, show in Glasgow. So that I find that's interesting, and also at the moment, and people love to know about these things because the Glasgow is fantastic for festivals, and right now we've got coming up um, Celtic Connections, which is about to kick off this week, and um, I write the book festival and the film festival, Glasgow Film Festival, they are just so absolutely incredible that I'll, I'll, I will go to some of these events and promote them um, pretty vigorously because people... Um, it's such a lot to trawl through the, um, the programmes that people often are looking for sort of kind of um, highlights mm -hmm. and um, personal preference, sort of recommendation, pres recommendations, recommendations, and um, you know, I'll I'll um, promote other people's recommendations. For example, the Scotsway Hay um, podcast and website. They they really what they say is they they're letting you know what's going on. Um, so that you don't have to know they're writing about it so that you don't have to do so in a way I'm kind of um, that's, the, that's what I'm kind of doing too The idea, I think the idea anyway is that we do this as a weekly thing does that seem reasonable? Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea So what do you think in the last week what are some of the highlights in Glasgow West End just in the last week. 
I've not been out an awful lot because it's been so cold um, and I've been doing a lot of work on the festivals. However, um, one of the things that's just starting is there's a fabulous um, gallery at, along at Kelvin Bridge, a Thistle Gallery. So they've just finished their um, Christmas exhibition and their new exhibition has opened this week, so it's called turning turning over um, turning over a new leaf, mm-hmm. and are turning over the leaves. So I love that gallery. So I popped in there. It's always very friendly. They were um, Carol um, was busy getting it prepared, and so I'm dying to see that because when when I went along, it was. They were just in a mess. They were in the throes of taking down the old one and getting up the new one. But because I um, promote it for them, I, I've seen some of the images. So it looks fabulous. So I'm looking forward to coming back in there and and seeing that. It's, it's Thistle in Park Road. So they've got actually got a couple of your um, photographs in there. <laughs> and they've also got our book in there. That's true. Yeah. And that's been exciting this week because... Um, Tell us a bit what book's that? Well, um, uh, Ten Writers Telling Lies. Okay. So that's our book. People might be fed up listening about it, uh, hearing about it, because I'm always going on about it. But it's been so exciting. Um, what is that? We, we brought out this book with um, ten writers, and the idea was that there would be music and songs and they would complement each other and that there was this idea that there was a secret, there was a lie being told within the book, not yet been spotted, but um, so it was all quite intriguing and um, the, Jim um, wrote the songs, the, the ten writers were um, Pauline Lynch, McNaughton, Gillian Mays, Callum McLean, James Carson, James Connerty, Stephen Ward, Samina, Samina Chowdhury, and Stephanie Brown, and myself. Mm-hmm. So some of them, some of the writers I knew from the um, creative writing course at Glasgow University. Some of them I know because I would still go along sometimes to classes in creative writing at Glasgow University because I enjoy it and I'm always trying to write um, short stories myself. So there are poets and there are stories and we've performed quite a lot to date um, in the West End Festival, Book Festival, Western Bartonshire, Book Week Scotland, various events. But what's most exciting is we're going to be and I write. So I was really excited this week when the I Write programme came out and um there we were. Um not all of the um not all of the writers can be involved because it's for all of us to be involved it's over an hour with the music and the um the performances, but it kind of um, cut itself down in a natural way anyway, because other people have gone on, have been pretty successful, and gone on to do other things. Some people have had um, new additions to their families, and 
Um, so, so lots of things happen in people's lives. So um, there are five of us that um, still very, very much, or five or six, very, very, very much still involved. And um, it was a great experience, you know, working with other people and collaborating. And we're going to be going in to the university, to the MLIC class, to talk to them about, mm -hmm. because they're doing their editing and publishing at the moment, to talk to them, uh, talk to the students about how um, you don't always have to be sitting writing something and thinking, God, how am I going to find a publisher? Because these days you can have your own ideas and your own projects and do things yourself. Mm -hmm. And we've got another one up our sleeves for the Muriel Spark um, centenary. So... Um, we never got any funding. We applied for funding for creative write to creative writing. We didn't get that. They were pretty impressed, they said, but kind of nervous that we wouldn't be able to pull off such a big project, but we did. OK, so what about the week ahead? What are the things would you say are the highlights yeah. coming up? Uh -huh. Well, there was something else I was going to say about last yeah. week. One thing I adore... Um, I mean, you could go out every day in Glasgow West End, you could just go out and wander. You're more inclined to wander than I am and take photographs. But um, I would love to go. There are some things that I would love to go to every week, mm -hmm. but I can't manage. Um, I would love to go to play Pie in the Pint, but it's not on at the moment. It's not started yet. That's the lunchtime theatre at Orrin Moor. Um, it, it is just fabulous. I don't get there nearly often enough. But what I do get to quite often and I really, really love is the creative conversations at Glasgow University. Uh -huh. And that's um, an event that takes place every Monday lunchtime for free and open to everybody. And it's in the university chapel. And the university chapel is, is just gorgeous. And they have some very, very... Um, they have super perf performers. So I was there on Monday and it was um, Anne Donovan. And um, she, she, I mean, she's a fabulous um, Glasgow writer and she also did them later Glasgow. And she's just phenomenal. Uh, probably a lot of you know the, her book in Buddha Da, which is hilarious. But she got a new book out and she, write, she read from it. And... Um, I can never remember what you call anything, but um, it's so clever, but so well done because she writes in Scots, but but it's kind of like old old Scots. So she's got all these words in it um, that you've maybe never heard before that she's found in the Scots thesaurus. But I love all of that kind of thing. I love all those Scottish words anyway, like sleek it and mock it and. Um, all those I love all those words, and um, so she's definitely introduced me to some new ones, and the people that run that, organise that, um, Louise Welsh, Professor Welsh, um, well-known writer, and Zoe Strachan, also a, a, another award-winning writer, and Colin Heard, the poet. They are just they do a phenomenal job. One of the things uh, related to that is one of the things I find that 
the most interesting are the people in the West End and the fact that Glasgow West End website has featured a lot of, sort of local characters over the years. Uh, and I thought that probably quite a good thing for us to do on the podcast at some point is to interview some West Enders. Oh, yeah. So you've interviewed a lot yeah. of mm -hmm. people and there's a lot of features of them on the site. So if you can tell me just a few of your favourites over the years that you went to see and spoke to. I think one of my earliest ones, one of my earliest ones was Alistair Gray. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Alistair Gray. People who don't know Alistair Gray... Oh, everybody knows <laughs> Alistair Cray. He's a, he's a writer. He wrote the amazing book um, Lanark. And um, he's a writer and an artist. Mm -hmm. He painted um, probably one of the most beautiful buildings in, in, in Glasgow, if not Scotland. That he painted the ceiling in the auditorium in Oranmore. Mm -hmm. It's just beautiful. He's a talented, talented... Man, he said loads of us. It was an uh, Alistair Gray exhibition in um, Kelvin Grove last year. The His work, oh gosh, he's just, he's done so much. Anyway, um, he was one of my, my first, um, I, he is just such a nice man um, and so interesting. But what's great about Alistair is um, I went and met him in the ubiquitous chip mm -hmm. and of course you're you're going to um it's quite eccentric and quite so warm um I, I just really really like him a whole lot and admire his work i hadn't read much i'd read lanark um oh no no i hadn't i'd read poor thing poor things but i hadn't read anything else um so i was busy saying to him, you know, I've not really read all that much. And he, he said to me, um, I said, but I've, I've got Lanark, I had got it to read. He said, I said, so I'm going to, and he said, don't bother, don't, don't, don't bother. And then he was asking me all about, um, about my family, about my father, what my father had done. He, he He's so interested in everybody. He's an observer of life and just got all his own ideas. So I, and I love to, um, I will always go and see him, um, you know, if he's performing anywhere. I mean, one of the most fabulous events I was at a while back um, was in Tell It Slant, the poetry, a poetry event, and it was writers like Maggie Gibson, Alistair, um, and Alistair, who had written books with Palestinian writers. And it sounds so dry, but it was just, okay, it was, you just felt so proud to be part of it, you know, to be, um, and he is, so Alistair Gray is wonderful. Other people that were on um, from quite an early stage were, oh, oh, I kind of did people that I knew to start with in a way, so that I didn't have to ask people. So um, our next door neighbour was Anita Manning, oh, the, um, who's very famous now, but she wasn't quite so famous at that time because that was before her television days. Anita's the auctioneer um, who um, is on Flog It and different things on television now. Anyway, Anita was our next door neighbour for like about 17 years or something so I put I, I put um, 
I need to hop on the website and a few other people um, like that, like um, I knew personally, they were kind of pals and did interesting things and then um, did some, Bernard McLaughlin too was one of the quite early ones, um, he came on as well, he's a award winning writer and um, filmmaker and um, he's just now got this amazing book out now um, Midwinter Break which is winning all sorts of prizes they hadn't written a book for many many years so I went along to the launch of that not long ago but Bernard has been known as one of the characters on the site when I um, when I approached him at first he wasn't too keen but that's okay I mean I, I you know people want to do things they want to do if they don't I, I don't bother them I don't I'm not I'm not um, it's not in my nature to kind of um, beggar persuade anyone to do anything but um, he got back in touch with me um, and I think once he did a wee look at it and knew what I was doing um, he changed his mind Okay. So My tube leathery? No, no, that's fine, that's good <laughs> So do you think uh, we can expect some more characters by this time. Yeah, yeah. I've always got a list. Interviews rather. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. um, and they do this. Have you got any organised already? Yeah, I've got two organised. Right, um, okay. Well, one I've not got the date, but I was waiting on him returning. Um, it's Tim, who does um, the fabulous project in Glasgow, the Piano City. Okay. You may have seen project um, pianos dotted here and there. Right. So. Um, I do, I've got to find out more about about that. Um, and the other person is Michaela Foster-Marsh. And Michaela is... She, Michaela, um, she's a singer, but she's also um, the person responsible for the Star Child charity that's dedicated to her brother, Frankie Marsh. He was killed very sadly. But... Um, she has um, projects for children um, that, that need help to, to, to get schools built and, you know, have stuff happening in their communities in, in Africa. So um, I had arranged to meet... Uh, she, Michaela will be the next person I'll be meeting. So you think we can maybe do a sort of interview and... The pod part of it is the podcast. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. I okay, mean, I'm sure that'll be fine. Who knows? I mean, although I usually would maybe meet people in a pub or something, so would that not work then? Might be quite well. As, uh, as long as it wasn't too noisy and it was set up okay, I suppose. But uh, I mean, I've been re <coughs> reading. I've been. I I watch a lot of YouTube stuff. <laughs> Pod. Uh, Bloggers, but apparently uh, audio is actually the next big thing. More and more people are becoming interested in just listening to stuff, podcasts and things in their uh -huh. car and stuff. Like I know, that. I know why that is um, in a way because I um, I'll sometimes put something on when I'm working, yeah. So I can listen, like I can listen to the news or listen to something, and still, as long as it's not. Um, stuff that's really needing massive concentration, yeah, yeah. I can listen and work. Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts uh, 
most of them I listen to podcasts related to music, you know, it's like the worst name in the world. So but also, as you see, in the car, you know. In the car, that's right. And these days, everybody's connected. They can stick, they can plug their phone into their car. So if they've got the, for downloading podcasts, it means that they're, they don't have to be attentive to a video. So it's a kind of growing area. So hopefully, you know, people would find Glasgow West End interesting. Mm-hmm. Good, and then... Um, <laughs> I know this is just a trial, but if I knew I was doing it, then I would be um, kind of, I would have a few wee notes, excuse me, for myself, the things that I want to, you know, particularly let people know about. Right. I mean, um, you know, things just crop up that are quite, um, quite interesting. And then one thing, because there's so many connections, between people, because um, because we're going down to Linlithgow to do the um, ten writers telling lies down there at the, the Linlithgow um, bookshop, won the independent bookshop of the year. So Sally Paddle, who owns the shop, um, has invited us down. They've got a festival down there, so we're going down there next week to perform. And because Jim has performed often in Linlithgow Festival, I actually promote that festival. Linlithgow is nowhere near Glasgow West End, but it is a lovely place. Mm-hmm. And some of the people that stay there are just absolutely fabulous. It's a great community feel. So Murdoch, it was actually Murdoch Kennedy who takes to do with the Linlithgow Folk Festival. It was a big um, part of it that he had told me about Sally and suggested getting in touch. So he's now um, telling people that we're going to be on. He's definitely coming. And then um, they've got something coming up. It's They do this thing, keep Matt McGinn McGin on the, the sort of map. So it's, a, it's an event organised in Linlithgow by the Folk Festival to... Um, promote the songs of Matt McGinn. Mm-hmm. So then he said, maybe Jim will come and sing some Matt McGinn songs. <laughs> so so um, it's uh, obviously music's made it, um, you know, different things happen. I mean, they've got this, um, I've got a character, the last two characters I put up on my website, I, you know, they're just brilliant. And um, I knew I wanted to do one, and that was Carrollton Bar, because I'm not a person, really, for getting into... Jim, you know, Jim loves everything to do with art and watches every art documentary and spends hours looking at exhibitions. And I'm more inclined to sort of fly through the exhibition on my way to the shop. But um, one... Um, I've mentioned it already, the Thistle Gallery. I just love it um, because it's so friendly and so beautiful and you feel welcome. Now, I don't feel welcome in all that many wee galleries. I feel I'm more often inclined to feel a bit, um, I don't know, ill at ease mm-hmm. because they've got that... Um, Sort of aura of um, aloofness and uh, elite, and uh, 
so I, I'm not inclined to go into them. But I, I had started going in there because I, I just thought it was lovely, and then I started going in and um, got to know Carol and started doing promotion on the website. So, and then when I spoke to her, I just thought, gosh, she's so interesting, because her background wasn't actually. I mean, it's an amazing gallery, but her background wasn't um, really in in art. She kind of came onto it um, by chance. Anyway, I won't tell you all about her because her fe- she's featured on the website because she just is is so interesting what she's done and you know, what she's achieved. And then um, I went along to... I get invited to loads of things. Uh, if they're in the morning... Um, I find it difficult to get to them because I've always got so much to do and I don't I tend to lie in. But um, I wakened early one morning and there was an event on, on Byers Road and it was for business people to come and have their say in what they thought could be done because the Byers Road is being improved. There's a refurbishment plan. So I went along and um, bumped into interesting people as you do um, the people from Oxfam Music Shop in Bars Road which is another great wee shop so I said to them I'd like to put up a feature so I got talking to them then I did that and I met Nancy Smiley um, who owns the Nancy Smiley shop and Basha who's a friend of mine um, Basha Palka who manages the shop manages the Nancy Smiley shop. She's also a poet who's featured on my website. Anyway, we had a nice chat and whatnot. And then I met this man called Willie Miller, who's an urban designer. And he just seemed so interesting. I thought he'd be nice as a character. As a character. Oh my God, I wish I'd never met him because um, he's got a blog and I cannot get off that blog. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's pretty extensive and it is so fascinating. I mean, it's look all different parts of the world and, you know, his own projects that he's done, but his views on the things are so, so... And I just think, my God, we are so lucky to have this man in the West End, part of this re... This, refurbishing Paris Road and he's an absolute like to me he seems like a genius in urban design so so Willie's on it too okay okay we'll kind of wind it up right because uh, okay. obviously I don't want to too long but before I do that do you have any ideas that you think for the podcast clearly it's a new thing and we're not really nothing's in concrete and we do what we like but we need to come up with some ideas that we think people are going to be that are going to keep people interested. I'm sure I will. I mean, you only told me, <laughs> you only told me about it yesterday. <laughs> um, well, so I'll need to maybe think about it. This maybe think about no. Um, yeah, yeah. What would people be interested in? Um, people are mean. I mean, I'm always. Um, I'm all, <laughs> I always think it's quite comical. You know, people are interested in trivia. Um, mm. You know, I mean, I'm still quite astonished that people even read my blog. You know, the, or the, they'll remind me I've not updated it for a while and whatnot. But they just like to know what's going on, anything new, you know, um, 
that's happening. Um, but I suppose we could have themes, but something you don't know, focus on a particular thing and kind of keep it a wee bit tight. Right. It's, you know. I mean, the West End's. Maybe an area. Maybe it? areas. Yeah, I mean, okay. um, so I mean, Arctic my aha. Uh-huh. I mean, my favourite area is Kelvin Bridge. Mm-hmm. I adore Kelvin Bridge. Um, I could talk about Kelvin Bridge for hours. Then you and I went down. We've gone down a few times to Finniston, mm-hmm. which um, the whole world now knows it is the coolest place in the UK. I think, yeah. but. Um, and it, it certainly has got a has got a good vibe down there and okay. some very interesting things. Okay, well, assuming that, that people actually, you know, there are people out there listening, <laughs> which might or might not be true, but if anybody's out there listening, once we actually manage to publish this as a blog, uh, how can they get in touch? I mean, if they wanted to tell us what they thought was a good idea for the the podcast of who they thought we should interview or what they thought we should cover, how would they get in touch? With me? Yeah. Well, Twitter, Facebook, email, patatglasgowwestend.co.uk <laughs> So your email address is? Pat at Glasgow West End, two W's in the middle, Glasgow West End. .co.uk And your Twitter handle is? Glasgow's West End Glasgow's West End And you're on the Facebook? Mm-hmm. Pat Byrne So just type in Pat Byrne Or there is a Pat's Guide to Glasgow's West End Well there you go uh, That's the end of this particular episode But we've got lots of interesting uh, guests coming up in the next wee while We've been out and about doing some interviews and stuff so please subscribe, please tell your friends about it and also we really do want to hear from you if you've got some suggestions for what we, sh- what we should include in this podcast, okay? Thanks for listening, bye.